It's easier than ever to market your business online, but with that comes the struggle to stand out in a sea of sameness. If you've ever had the thought that everyone is doing what you're doing, or you don't know what makes your biz special or unique, then this episode is for you. Because spoiler alert, it's almost impossible to write content that speaks to that when you're not even sure. So today, we tell you the number one thing your message needs to stand out online. We chat about what the F vulnerability means anyway, and what most people get wrong about this concept. Plus, how to navigate being genuine in your content while actually selling your offers, because yes, you can have both. If you're ready to shift your mindset around writing content that stands out and actually generates warm leads and turns them into paying clients, even if other people are doing what you're doing, then today's episode is for you. You're listening to One Simple Shift, and I'm your host, Amanda Denley, the mindset coach that believes it is possible to have a beautiful, balanced life and a successful, thriving business. In fact, what if success wasn't as complicated as everyone was making it out to be? What if the magic formula you've been looking for has been you all along? Each week, I cut through the noise and bring you one simple, actionable mindset shift you can implement today to completely transform the way you show up daily. All success starts with the right mindset, and it's time that you create the life and business you've always dreamed of. Let's get started. My guest today is Christine Bluba. Christine is a launch copywriter and content strategist who helps soulful online coaches, experts, and influencers to sell out launches and sign more clients by building genuine connections with their audiences online. Christine writes sales copy for six and seven figure program launches and teaches up and coming entrepreneurs how to create engaging content that wins hearts and opens wallets through her signature program, Social Posts That Sell. When she's not busy wrangling words, Christine can be found sipping green drinks, obsessing over Instagram feeds, and introverting like there's no tomorrow. Christine, welcome to One Simple Shift. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thanks, Amanda. Super excited to be here. Yes, I'm so excited to have you on the show. Um, (laughs) So I read your bio, but can you tell me a little bit about what it is that you do and why you do it? Absolutely. So like you mentioned, uh, my name is Christine Bluebaugh, and I am a conversion copywriter and a launch strategist. And so basically, I write uh, sales campaigns for online coaches and service providers to help them sell out their launches. And uh, I've been in business a little over three years. And basically, my goal with this is to help people to like build these genuine connections with their audiences. I'm all about putting more soul into the sales process. So using mindful marketing strategies that, you know, make selling feel good for everyone. And then I also teach up and coming entrepreneurs, like you said, how to create their own messaging and how to share that on social media to attract clients and other opportunities for their businesses. And the reason I do that is because I have had huge success in my own business by focusing on really quality content that speaks to my ideal clients and sharing that online. And people reach out to me to work with me, to interview me, to collaborate with me because of the content that I share. So I put together a program to teach other 
uh, online business owners how to do what I've done. Yes, I love that so much. I think I first found you through Instagram. And I think you do these really amazing, basically just like quotes or ideas or messages, kind of like in a moleskin notebook. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. I remember seeing them like a two or three times. And then I was like, who is this lady? (laughs) Right? Because they they were just always like so on point. And so just like meaningful and purposeful. And there was always like such a good message behind them. And I think that it was just, I mean, talk about a great idea. I think it was just branded and done so well because you could literally tell it was the same person and the same handwriting and the same aesthetic. And I was just like, this is freaking brilliant. (laughs) Um, So that was how I first came into contact with you. Yeah, well, thank you for that. Um, Yeah, so the notebook, I'm calling it the notebook series. And I do a lot of them now. It kind of started randomly. I had this idea for a super kind of vulnerable post. And I didn't want to have a picture of myself and I didn't want to just share it in the caption. So I wrote it in a notebook and I took a picture. It was super low key. I was like sitting on my bed and people loved it. And so I've started creating a lot of content in that way and focusing on just really powerful messaging. So I like, if you look at my, at my social media accounts, like there's not really fluff, like everything I put out is very purposeful and meaningful. It does really awesome things for my business. Yeah, totally. I mean, amazing. (laughs) Um, I just think that that's so cool too, because that really like is your message, right? Is how to like stand out online in this kind of like sea of sameness. And I think you just found like a really unique and wonderful way to leverage that. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Leading. I'm trying to lead by example. (laughs) (laughs) So can you tell me what is the one mindset shift that's changed everything for either you or your clients? Yes. So basically being brave and being willing to share like what's really on my heart or teaching my clients how to do the same thing, how to basically be very genuine about our work, our message, what we do with our clients and being willing to put that front and center on the internet. So it really is about this willingness and this bravery to be seen and to be real with people in a way that I think so many people are craving like in the online space. Totally. I mean, I think that a lot of people are craving it. And a lot of us on the business owner side aren't quite sure how to like cultivate that. (laughs) Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's just, it's one thing to to say it and be like, oh, I want to be genuine. I want to be authentic. Like people relate more to the things I'm afraid to share. And that, I mean, like insert thing here, right? <laughs> All of those mm-hmm. things that we hear so often um, being online business owners. But I think it's a completely different thing to know how to create that. So can you talk to us a little bit about like how you can even get started and what we should know when we're trying to create messaging for our people? Yeah. So I think it really all starts with knowing your people. So for instance, the messaging that I share and the messaging that my students and clients share that does so well for them as well is it starts with the people that they are serving. And one of the best ways to understand like what your people need to hear is by talking with them and hearing what people are saying to you and reflecting it back. So most of the things that I 
you know, that I come up with and share online, they're the result of a conversation that I've had with a client or a question someone DM'd me or just something that I'm seeing a lot with my ideal clients in the online space. So I'll start there. Uh, and when you take those things that you know people are kind of struggling with, you you see the mistakes that they're making, you know what they're it, what it is that they're trying to create and just not quite getting there, and you base your content around what is actually going on with your people, then that is what's really going to make them stand up and be like, oh, they're talking to me, and I want to know what it is that they have to say because I need help. <laughs> you know what I mean? So as a if you're an online service provider, especially this is hands down the most important part of your entire message. Totally. And I think what happens there is people just pay more attention all of a sudden, right? I think we're so used to just seeing the same messages and seeing the same content, just like regurgitated or said in a different way over and over and over again. And I mean, just so the nature of social media in general, that you just keep scrolling and like, you're not really looking for anything in particular. And it's, just kind of this platform and this way about it where you really need to grab people's attention, you know, <laughs> you really need to like get them to pay attention first. Otherwise you just kind of blend into the background. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, you know, this is all stuff that I teach, but like it, it really, it comes down to putting a lot of intention into the way that you are like structuring things, um, whether this is for social media or some other piece of copy or content, like the same goes for emails or sales pages or whatever, Mm -hmm. focusing on like, what is your attention grabbing? Like, what is your hook? Like, what's the thing that is going to like make people stop and like want to read what you have to share. And I think that's something that a lot of people don't take the time to really think about. And if you're trying to kind of build your audience and build your business and you're not yet well known, then it's even more important to put that intention and that focus into like creating something that people are going to stop because of the scrolling, it is so so mechanical. (laughs) Um, And the more and more people who are using social media and getting into online business and all those things, like the harder it is to get people's attention. Totally. So one thing that I've run into, and I'm curious if you've run into this too, is knowing who your ideal people are and then knowing when it's just kind of like a one-off instance, right? So I think, you know, you become really good at paying attention and reflecting back what people are saying to you. But how do you know at which point you're like, oh, okay, like that's my message, that's my people, rather than just, oh, that's like one person's opinion and that's an isolated incident? Mm. It's all about paying attention and noticing patterns. So oftentimes what will happen, let's say you're a coach, you get on the phone with like 10 people in a week and like a similar theme starts to starts to come up you start to notice like oh so and so said this and then like three other people kind of said something similar that's when you know that you have sort of like a thread of truth that applies to like your people quote unquote and that you can craft that into something that is going to speak to a wider audience of people that you want to call in the reality is like a lot of people tend to be struggling with similar things or wanting similar things, even if those things may show up slightly differently, there's relatability, I think, when you can tap into that, um, kind of like that main thing of like, okay, I keep hearing this, or I keep seeing this, 
I'm going to, I'm going to share my thoughts on this topic, or I'm going to share, you know, what I think people could be doing to make this better for themselves or whatever. And I think that that is really how you make that happen. Cause yeah, I think that sometimes there probably is something that's like specific to one person or whatever, but I've found that usually if like one person in my audience is struggling with something, many people are, uh, even if they aren't actually saying it. So, and this is actually another reason why social media is so amazing because like our po- the posts that we share, they're pretty short lived, right? Like they don't have a very long shelf life. So there's a lot mm-hmm. of room for experimentation. So if you are like, hmm, this might be something I'm going to share about it. And if like, it doesn't resonate with anybody, then you know that that's not a thing. But it's not a huge deal because one post on social media does not make or break your business. It doesn't like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just, there's so much room to just try things and see what is like, speaking to people. And um, that's one of the things that I really love about it. That's such a good point. Actually, two things came up for me there. The first one was that I think I literally had one week where every single coaching call I got on, we were talking about the social media algorithm and the mindset behind showing up anyway, despite what the algorithm is doing. And I felt like I repeated myself so many times. And I was like, well, clearly this is something we have to talk about. Like clearly this is a piece of content that needs to be written because it just came up so many times, right? I was like this. I was literally like blanketed the week of the social media algorithm. Like (laughs) it was so funny, but like, I think you're right. I think just noticing those patterns and being really in tune to them Mm -hmm. because simply paying attention in that way, you're going to start seeing patterns. And I think you're absolutely right when you're saying like, not everyone may be voicing them, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're not feeling that way as well. Um, so I think that's a super interesting point that you brought up because I think you're right. I think that, yes, it was like the week of the social media algorithm, but that doesn't mean that the people that I didn't talk to that week weren't also feeling that way, you know? Yeah. So I think just paying attention and really being in tune to your audience in that way. And then also what you said about social media being a super like flexible platform with not a huge shelf life. I think you're right in that like that kind of is amazing in today's day and age. I feel so old when I say things like that. <laughs> but it is kind of amazing because we're not spending like thousands upon thousands of dollars on a billboard that had the wrong copy on it and didn't go over well and that was a complete flop, you know? And that used to be how you would like get people's attention in marketing and advertising, right? Yeah. But instead we can write like one post, it doesn't go over well or it doesn't get a lot of engagement. And then all of a sudden we're like, oh, okay, that message may not have resonated or they just didn't see it, right? So, so we have a lot more flexibility in how we how we really form our messages and how we can test and change as to what our audience finds most relevant and most helpful. Absolutely. And yeah, that is such a good point. Like we're not like spending tons of money on mailers to like <laughs> send to people like, you know, through this through snail mail or all of that stuff. Like we have these this really amazing technology and it gives us the chance to like just speak to people every single day. And like I said, just experiment. So yeah. I actually think it works better than snail mail these days. As you were saying that, like about mailers, I was like, man, if I could cut down the number of mailers I get, that would be amazing. Yeah. (laughs) Content marketing can be an amazing tool for connecting with your people, sharing your expertise and turning those leads into paying clients. If you're doing it right. 
but I see too many business owners hold themselves back from sharing content and gaining visibility in their biz because of fears they have that they don't know enough, they don't know how, or people will think they're being too salesy if they talk about their offers. And I like to shift their mindset around this real quick so they can get out of their own way and start seeing more results in their biz because it's so possible to stop letting this hold you back. And I'm an expert at supporting you in that. So if you're ready to create a marketing plan that does exactly that and tackles the mindset you need to actually take action on it consistently, I have a very special limited time offer for you. I put together an amazing 60-minute consistent clients coaching intensive that is going to blow your mind. Together, we'll create a marketing plan for your biz, talk about how you can use it to start generating leads faster and with more ease, priming them for your paid offers, and landing consistent clients in your biz. This is normally priced at $299, and I'm offering it to you at $197 for a limited time. So hit the link in the show notes to grab an intensive before they're gone. I know that vulnerability is a huge thing in the online space, online business space right now. And I feel like a lot of people are conflicted about how to do this in the right way or the wrong way and how not to like be completely vulnerable and look ridiculous online and like how that whole thing should work. I know I talk to a lot of clients that feel like they're walking a very thin line between what feels comfortable to share, but is being like a little bit vulnerable and what just feels like really raw and exposing and they can't possibly talk about that. So I would love to hear your take on that. Yes. So I I actually love this topic. So I have been kind of like pushing the edge of vulnerability for several years. And so I've learned a lot. Um, One thing is that I think that you should always be sharing from a place of healing instead of a place of pain, or at least most of the time. And what I mean by that is like sharing about something that has gone on in your life. Once you've kind of gone through it and have some perspective and there's some kind of a lesson that you can tie to what you're sharing. So I think that like, you know, people don't want to come across as like a hot mess online. And I really feel like the only way you're going to do that is if you get if you're on there just ranting or like sobbing about something and you (laughs) there's nothing you aren't tying any kind of perspective to it. Hopefully that makes sense. So I think like, totally go, go through something and have a lesson that you can share. Another thing is, I think that a lot of people misunderstand what vulnerability really even means. And So I think we have this tendency to associate like negative experiences or painful experiences with being vulnerable. And in my mind, vulnerability is really anything that you're sharing that's personal. And it could be something amazing. It could be like a a goal, a big goal or a dream that you have that you're kind of like, oh, I'm afraid to even like talk about it. Like sharing that openly is being vulnerable. It could be just sharing like a behind the scenes of like where you live, like inviting people on the internet to see where you live. Like that's being vulnerable. Like it can be anything. It doesn't have to be this like horrible experience or this really painful episode that you went through. So I think it's really just about being real with people and letting them see you as a human, like as a real person and not just like a talking head business owner 
And I think that people tend to gravitate more towards people who they can really relate to and who they feel like they know. Um, And that's one of the wonderful things about building a personal brand online is that like it gives people the opportunity to get to know the real you. If someone feels connected and invested in you as a person, they're going to be interested in you regardless of what you're selling, regardless of what your business is. So it opens up space for you to make pivots, try new things, because you have this like group of people who are all about you. Totally. And I think when you're talking about just sharing like a little bit more of your personal life or just like a little more of the details that are personal to you, I think you're right in that that's what forms that connection. That's what Mm -hmm. makes things feel more relatable. That's why we buy from business owners that we feel like we can relate to rather than larger programs (laughs) that don't have as much of a brand presence or don't even have as much of a personal brand behind them. I would so much rather, you know, buy from someone I can relate to and buy from someone who's been in my shoes and been on the other side of it and see that, you know, their house is a mess too, or see that like everything wasn't always like figured out and perfect from the start or whatever those details are. I think in a way that's what connects us all, but it's also what feels most uncomfortable to share sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that like, the reality is you don't have to share anything. You don't owe it to anyone to share anything. So like you get to decide how much you open up and what you share online. And there, I think everyone, even the people who you see on Instagram stories who seem like they're sharing everything, I guarantee there's stuff they're not sharing. So like, that's really kind of the first thing to know. I also think that if you're feeling a little bit uncomfortable about it, that's okay too. And again, this is all like you take it or leave it. But for me personally, I found the more that I sort of like push my edge and the more open I am about certain things, the more, the more connection I get with people, the more engagement, you know, my social media content gets, but really like the deeper the relationships with my audience Because, you know, when I share a personal story about, you know, something that has gone on in my life that, you know, was unpleasant or that was scary or whatever, and I share like, this is what I've learned from it. And this is what I think you can learn from it. This is when I get all the messages of people saying like, oh my gosh, I went through something similar. Thank you so much for sharing. Or, oh my gosh, I did not know this about you, but this is, you know, I love that you were willing to be open about this. Thank you so much for sharing. And that that gives me an opportunity to like connect with that person on an individual human real level that, and that's what I'm all about. Like that is, that's my goal in business is to like build those real human connections with people, not just to like, Hey, buy my thing. And then like, whatever, I want to know people because, you know, there's, we have this incredible opportunity to connect with people from all over the world, to learn about their stories and, you know, what's happening in their lives and all of these things. I I just love that. And I want to take advantage of that as much as possible. Totally. So I think an example would be really helpful here if you have one, because I think sometimes it's hard to speak about this in a way that people really understand. So when you say that you're like pushing your edge or things have worked really well for you, can you give us just like one example of what that might've looked like for you? Sure. So I actually just shared a story in my Facebook group this week Um, that I hadn't really shared before. And that is that 
basically, when I started copywriting, I was mostly bedridden. I have had like chronic health issues most of my adult life. And mm-hmm. like my health seriously tanked. And I basically spent like two years in bed. And I, you know, could pro- I started copywriting because I could prop myself up on some pillows for a couple hours a day, uh, and do some writing and make some money that way. Uh, and so I kind of went into detail about that whole situation and how that has turned into kind of my why for business, which is so that I can have the freedom and the resources to rest when I need to invest in, you know, the best healthcare possible and all of those things. And it's, I got, you know, in a Facebook group, my, it's not huge. I don't get a ton of engagement on posts. And that one was huge. And lots of people commented saying like, I, you know, I have something similar going on, or thank you so much. I didn't know this about you, all of those kinds of things. And so I'm getting to know my community better by being willing to be open about um, a situation that was a struggle for me. Totally. And was there a time at which you weren't comfortable sharing that kind of stuff? Honestly, like, so at the time, (laughs) at the time I was not, I was like, no one's going to want to hire me if they know that I'm not well. So that was like a huge fear of mine in the first probably like year and a half of my business was like, I don't want people knowing this because they're not going to want to work with me, you know, but as I've gone as I've continued to grow and like, I'm much healthier now and in a much better place. But even, Mm -hmm. you know, before I've started to, you know, kind of regain my energy and everything, I learned that people actually do, they, they want to work with me anyway, because of my skills and my knowledge. But yeah, at the time I was terrified. I love that you shared that because I think it's just so important to see that even the things that like we may be going through right now that seem absolutely terrifying and like a complete and total detriment to our business can actually be lessons and an asset further down the line and on the other side of them. So I think that's just like so important to remember if you're going through something right now that, you know, in a way it it can be helpful. It can be a way to connect with other humans. It can be one of those things that you can talk about like openly in the future and it can be really helpful. So I just so appreciate you sharing that. Sure. Yeah. So how do you go from talking about these kind of like more vulnerable, relatable things to actually like selling things and selling your offers. I can see why it might seem confusing or challenging, but it's really pretty simple. So one of the things that I teach is that there are different categories or types of content that you want to be sharing online. So for instance, like inspirational stories is one educational content is one content with like your offers are some other ones. So I think people get into this mindset that every post is going to be kind of the same. And I think a lot of people do that. And typically, especially like in the coaching world, online service based, you know, more heart centered, quote unquote, people, it tends to be just a lot of inspirational content, like, and that's pretty much it. If you have ever had someone say, Oh, my gosh, like, you're so inspirational. But then like, nobody buys from you. That's a that's a key indicator that like your content is really inspirational, but that that's all you're doing and people aren't seeing they aren't viewing you as someone who can actually help them or that viewing you as an expert. So by sharing these different kinds of content, then you open yourself up to have this much deeper 
message because you are sharing these like personal inspiring stories, you know, for instance, my story about, you know, starting my business from bed, but now, you know, I'm helping people earn millions of dollars. And then I can go into sharing a post where I'm positioning myself as an expert because I'm teaching something that my audience needs to know. And then I can, in another post, make an actual offer so people understand that I am selling something and this is how they can work with me. Having that variation allows you to do all these different things and have this like broad, deep message. Totally. And I think one of the things that I hear a lot is I don't get a lot of engagement when I talk about my offers. Can you speak to that? Yeah, I think that that can definitely be common. There's so many variables that go into like whether a post is going to get engagement or not, um, depending on the platform and, you know, are like, you know, Facebook doesn't like outside links. So if you posted a link to your sales page, it's not going to, you're not going to get as much reach, that sort of thing. But you also have to know that like engagement isn't the end all be all for your social media content and your posts, because a lot of people will see your stuff and not engage. So you can't assume that just because people didn't like it or comment or whatever, that they didn't take notice and that they didn't appreciate or that they aren't considering what it is that you shared. I think a lot of times, depending on your industry and stuff, but I think a lot of times people don't, people think that if they comment or whatever, that they're going to get, end up with like a sales pitch in their DMs basically. Um, But that doesn't mean that they're not considering working with you or considering joining your offer. So I think that like the worst thing you can do is not share your offers online. Uh, I think this is something that a lot of people struggle with because they don't want to come across as being salesy, but people need to know if you are a business, people need to know what it is that you sell. And the more you share that, the more people will understand that this is a legitimate thing that you're doing and the more they'll understand how they can work with you if you want to, if they want to. And if you are sharing these other types of content and you are focused on really educating and quality um, messaging, then people are going to be way more receptive when you do share those links about your offers. They're going to have gotten all this value from you in your other posts. And then if they're the right fit and if it's the right time and all those things, then your offer posts are going to be impactful. Yes, I love that. And I think that, you know, a lot of times we think about, you know, offer posts as being the only way you can sell. But I think that more often than not, you can also weave in how you help people and what your offers actually are in your your value content as well, basically. So that could be as simple as just reminding someone that you were working with a client recently that had a similar challenge or exactly how you work with people in your signature program or something like that. It doesn't always have to be, in my mind, a long drawn out, you know, hard sell basically. Mm-hmm. And there are other ways to weave in your offers and talk about what it is that you do and how you help people in different ways. Um, So I think just remembering that too. I'm curious, do you agree? Absolutely. Yeah. I think you can, there's a lot of ways to talk about your offers. Like you mentioned, I call them client stories, but basically just where you talk about like the work that you've been doing with someone shifts that they had. And you don't even have to say like, Hey, DM me to join my program or whatever, like just mentioning the fact that you have this program that helps someone is like seeding in people's minds that that's 
something that could happen for them too. So yeah, like the more you can just talk about how your work helps people, what it is that you actually do. You know, I think for a lot of people, if they reached out and asked their audience, like, hey, do you know what it is that I do? The answer would probably be no, because they're not clear enough about it because they're afraid of being salesy. But like, the reality is people aren't paying as close of attention as you think they are. And they have to hear something like a ton of times before it really sinks in. So like, you should kind of be annoying yourself with like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> how yeah, much you're right? talking about your programs and stuff because then you know that like somebody probably heard it once <laughs> right it's so true I think that just at the point where I'm like god do I have to say it again like that's <laughs> when people are just starting to hear it enough right <laughs> exactly exactly oh, too funny so Christine if people love what they heard from you today where can they find you yeah um you can find me at christinebluebaugh.com and on social media. I'm at Christine Bluebaugh on all the platforms. Amazing. Um, and if they're looking to get started with a relationship first approach to selling on social media, do you have a resource for them? I do. So I have, um, I have a free thing that you guys can grab. It's called the social sales roadmap. And it basically walks you through um, the basics of creating content and connecting with your right people online um, and guiding them into your offers. Amazing. So you guys heard it. Go check her out over there. And thank you so much for joining us today, Christine. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. It was super fun. Thanks for listening to One Simple Shift. Check out the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at amandadunnelycom slash one simple shift. If you're loving this podcast, do me a favor and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. These reviews truly mean the world to me, helping me to reach more people and have more impact. And as a special thanks, each month I'll be picking one reviewer to win a vision board design coaching intensive with me so you can create your own definition of success. If you're looking for more support in creating a beautiful, balanced life and thriving successful business, head over to amandadunnelycom slash free call and book my free Simplifying Success Coaching Call, where I'll help you identify one simple shift you can make to cultivate a success mindset and start seeing results now. And remember, sometimes the only thing standing in the way of a more profitable business and a more fulfilling life is one simple shift. Um, you know, I don't know. Are there even textbooks? things that teach you these things. I'm not even really sure.